G'day Trendsetters, this is episode 737 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. Now, uh, I, I listen to the Matty Johns podcast. It's a, um, Matty Johns is a, a rugby league legend, and he's probably had more of a successful career in media than he than he had in rugby league, and he had a very successful rugby league career. But he does this podcast, podcast and um, one's very much rugby league focused, and another one's um, he has it with his family, and they talk a bit bit of everything. And one of the things they spoke about a, a little while ago was they all had to design their ultimate um, concert for concert festival that for the, for themselves, obviously pleasing themselves. And they had to pick five five bands, and they could be dead or alive. And you know they said, "Oh, well, I'm going to pick Queen," and they they picked some pretty good shows. But it got me thinking what mine would look like if I could pick an ultimate one right now. And now, so you're probably listening at this stage thinking, what's this got to do with anything? Well, clearly I haven't got anything to talk about before answering your training questions. So I thought for a bit of fun, I would, uh, I, I've come up with the five bands I would love to, to sit back, kick back and, and watch live. And uh, I I, now, for quick disclaimer, I haven't been to a live concert in a long time, and I used to go to a lot back, um, back in my day. Uh, you know, so I've seen a ton of bands. I, I, I've seen, um, um, bloody, you know, from Joe Cocker, Rod Stewart, Tina Turner, um, the Sex Pistols in '96, um, Jolly Biafra in '94. Um, I'm trying to think the Bengals, the Hives, uh, uh, the Foo Fighters. I've been to a lot of concerts. Um, the Beastie Boys, which just so happens to be the loudest concert I've ever been to. I had a bloody headache for a week, I swear, from that concert. But um, so I've got you know this little criteria of what I'm after. So my top five bands before actually making a proper triathlon related podcast is the the curtain jerkers and and you've got to also keep in mind i gravitate to heavier music too um I, I listen to another podcast a rugby league podcast as well where they ask rugby league players who their favorite rapper is and i'm thinking well thank goodness thank goodness i'm not a successful rugby league player on this guy's podcast because i couldn't answer that because i haven't got a favorite rapper i I don't listen to rap or to or electro very 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 rarely would i listen to any electronic music it's i listen to a lot of um a wide range of everything but I, i gravitate to heavier music so my first band the curtain jerkers as I've already mentioned, the Sex Pistols. I saw them live in '96 in Perth, and it's still classed as one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. That'd have to be the Curtain Jerkers, and that'd have to be the '96 version. I'm, I've seen um, videos of them playing in the 2000s, and I've seen them playing in the 70s, and the, both both those eras have been horrible. <laughs> but uh, it'd have to be like the '96 version. The second, the second band would be Five Finger Death Punch. I just think they're a great bloody band and now this is this is going to be the um we're with a third band in here so each band's getting an hour 
and so things need to be calmed down a little just you know mellow it out a, a slightly and i was thinking of nirvana but uh, I, this is going to be controversial i kicked them off and i've put silver chair on as the as the third as the third group and um fourth group we, we i was one of my all-time favorite bands i was not going to put them there because they've only got an hour to perform and i was thinking oh an hour could this band perform in just an hour they're like a two and a half hour type of band but i i've got faith in them metallica metallica's is there and then the the main event the kings of the one hour performance my favorite all-time band love them lots the ramones and there's you know what 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 ramones who's who's your you know it'd have to be the um the lineup with um the towards the end lineup with cj ramone as the bass instead of dd and i love dd but it's got to have cj so that so there so there's my uh there's my pointless live performance show anyway i bet you go but you're glad you tuned in to listen to that first part today's question comes from bernardo um i'm sure i've butchered your name i do apologize he writes um he sent a question some time ago about how to come back from back to training after a stress fracture i followed your suggestions and i'm now currently running consistently without a problem thank you today it was my first day at some uh, did some speed work and felt great good on you uh regarding my question i always had a high a very high heart rate max heart rate recorded was 204 beats around three years ago and more recently 198 beats last year for instance uh last year my average over 10k's it was 49 minutes and 47 seconds and that was 189 beats a minute pretty bloody high uh, threshold 10k's would be just a tad over threshold i'm just doing the math in my head here my son. um and one and one easy for me to read and one half marathon at 180 beats a minute for an hour and 50 so double the distance and only eight nine beats less it would have been interesting to see that graph on that on both of these to see um did, did we did you have a cardiac um drift uh, anyway um this uh, this always made training based on heart rate very difficult because it because if i run seven minute k pace i am already hitting between 150 to 160 beats a minute I'm going to have to grab my calculator here. Um, sorry, I should have been a little bit more prepared here. 152. Righto. So, the, so that's your math, the math heart rate you're talking about. Um, so where am I? Uh, last year, I, last year I was a bit concerned by this, and I got checked by a cardiologist and everything was fine and with my heart and free to train this year i would like to focus the first months on of the year on building a good base 
and hopefully improve my aerobic threshold and lower my heart rate. How would you structure this weekly training to achieve this? Should all sessions be easy? And I read in multiple places that to lower your heart rate, you need to run always or almost exclusively at a lower heart rate. Should I basically spend three months only doing easy runs? So, um, I because I keep all everyone's emails that send me, I, I quickly hit your name, and so we did your question in October last year and you mentioned you were 28 in your last email so assuming you're 28 maybe 29 depending on your birthday um so a a few things I think you need to take a longer approach um so for for instance you're 28 your math heart rate um if we're talking you know math is at 150-ish thereabouts beats a minute so that's around seven minute k pace um and your heart rate went to 190 well yeah almost 190 for just a sub 50 minute 10k um i think you need to take a much longer approach than a few months if you i I remember when i started um, being coached by alan Pittman and um almost exclusively almost for three years straight it was 98 percent of it was aerobic training for me um because he he thought i needed to to really focus in on that aerobic training and at the time i was thinking geez this isn't you know it was good at first but then you know it's not not that fun um but I don't know. I, I, I think that set me up for, for, for you know, I, I think there was a lot of value in that looking back. Um, but And there, there was some harder stuff too. Um, but the harder stuff um, was not as, as consistent and it came closer to races. But that, that's... Um, I, I personally, um, I would look at a much longer approach and um, may, maybe even instead of looking at heart rate and training via heart rate, um, I would look at training via breathing. Maybe consider wonder what your wonder what your stats are breathing through your nose constantly. So, um, are we talking about the same pace for the same heart rate? Um, will will that change or, or not? Um, and maybe do it'd be also interesting to see what you do for a job um are you sitting behind a desk all day every day do you um do much walking can you add walking throughout the day um i i I just it's it's high but you're 28 29 years old it's not extremely high but it is high I, I can't help think a, a few solid years of a lot of aerobic tr- training um, will will help. The, the, the thing is, when we're talking about um, quick fixes, quick hacks for, for things, and I, I'm going to give the greatest, the greatest advice on 
um, the, a quick fix for sports performance. Now, get a paper and pen out, ladies and gentlemen. Write this down. This is, but people aren't, you know, the the quickest hack in sports performance is avoiding all hacks and quick quick tips for it. There is no substitute than volume, and the the more volume you're able to handle without it having a negative impact on your body without it having a negative impact on your work on your family life the the better um the moment it starts having a negative impact well then it's clearly having a negative impact um wise words there um so i i do think you need some fast stuff from from the get-go but that could be that could be easily brought into strides. You you can say um, forty minute um, forty minute run with some strides towards the end. You know, six, eight, ten, ten to twenty seconds faster efforts with one minute easy in between. Um, for, for for an example. Um, but having said that, if you're just recovering from a stress fracture as well, it was on October, you need to take a much longer approach to this. You had a stress fracture. Um, so, um, and you also mentioned in your last question that you wanted to do an Ironman either this year or next year. I would be very, I would be considering next year um and just laying just trying to lay a really good foundation now we're, you're not we're not going to achieve um a de- be building a decent foundation in three months as much as these textbooks or not textbooks but um the training guided books we we see um yeah, which, which can I throw? Can I throw in a sidebar? Let me throw in a sidebar. Um, I got an email from Joe Friel's publisher. Publisher, maybe someone on behalf of Joe Friel. Now, Joe Friel's got um, a new, an updated triathlon bible coming out, or it may have come out. I'm not sure. And and this person said, "Oh, he wants to come on your podcast." I'm thinking, I've had a a little bit to do with Joe Friel years ago. Um, he wrote uh, um, my, ver- my my first book. I, I wrote, um, which you can get for free these days. Um, he he wrote a, a a page or so for that book, and but. A, but apart from that, I'm sure he can't remember it, and I'm sure he can't remember. I'm sure he's never um, given me an, an ounce of thought, and I'm positive he's probably never listened to the podcast. But anyway, um, so the, this person's reached out saying, oh, "On behalf of Joe Friel, he's, he's a fan. He wants to get hop on your podcast, and you he, we and to give a, a quick talk. We we can get we can send you um, the updated version of the train the." The, um, the training bible triathlon bible whatever it's called um, and we can talk about this 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 and when would you like to book it I just said oh, th- thank you but you know, more or less thank you no thank you and um, it, it was just funny it was like they and then all of a sudden he started popping up on all these other podcasts around the traps and it's like Oh, you know, I've got no problems with Joe Friel. I think he's, you know, really good, really good. I've read his books, 
you know, when I first got into triathlon. Um, but yeah, I just I just found that funny. He's got, he's got one of these books I'm just about to talk about. Um, but there's, and I'm not singling Joe here. I'm singling a wide range of people. Um, that foundation work, three months, build, three months, peak. It doesn't work like that, not in my experience. Um, if you want to do a good race, you're, you're, you've got to, if you've got to pencil an air a year. If, if you want a great race, you could be penciling two, three, four, five years, depending on where you're at, where you want to be, and the gap between those. Um, so... I always have a bit of a chuckle saying when I see oh I'm going to lay down a three three month base work, which can work really well for some people, but it depends on their how many years they've got in those in that body of theirs already. If you if you've been racing, if you've been tra- training pretty consistently for five years, yeah, you you can achieve a lot in two three months of good solid foundation work. If you're coming back from an injury, you're probably going to want a little bit longer. If you're new into the sport, you need to, you may need to um, hoe in your expectations of what you can achieve in three, six months. Um, it's it, so to, to to tell to to read in the, the a lot of these books, blogs articles and all that sort of stuff three months of foundation work that could be perfect for some it could be a little bit too much for others um it, it and a good guide on this is um looking at your aerobic decoupling if, to see see what's happening so you're, you've got heart rate training um your heart rate's high when you start seeing these numbers go um your aerobic decoupling's good really solid numbers you you now it's time to either increase your volume even more or now it's time to you can start increasing intensity um so that that you can use your numbers to determine on this it's it's nice and easy to sit back and write a plan um and come up with a, a general plan when you've got a, a resting heart rate of, you know your, your heart rate's pretty low you're listening to the you listen to some music you got some aircon going you got bloody nice cool calm you know vibes going and then it comes time to racing you're in deep fatigue you in you those those goals those plans you've just set just go completely out the window you moments thinking i don't care what happens i'm going to crush through everything i'm going to you know all of a sudden you hit a bad moment you think i don't give a crap about that plan i just want out i'm not you know it it, it happens so, um, and, I, and I've kind of veered off here, but um, I would n- not put a time um, or, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be putting a date or a time on the foundation work that you're going to get your body to at a certain period, because at the moment you don't know, but um, if your body's going to, that's going to be enough. I, I've got this feeling you're probably going to need longer of a lot of aerobic work um and and i would be not just doing aerobic work on the on the run and doing a heap of vo2 work for instance on the bike i i would be doing aerobic work in swim bike run right across but i would also add small amounts of fast stuff 
in all three so it could it could be for instance on the swim you, you could do a four 400 meters 400 meters followed by um 425 fast efforts with 20 seconds rest followed by another 400 meters so you can kind of play around with that um and on the bike a few 15 second fast efforts um, throughout the throughout a bike ride can help greatly one minute efforts um, just standing um, and you can play from just spinning to a quick hard hill just not nothing ridiculous but just one fast fast interval getting a high over cadence work but you can do that with staying aerobic as well um, and then doing a quick stand standstill take off ride that they're always good fun things where you just come to a, a track stand um if you're not good at it do it on the trainer come to a complete stop and then throw in a very hard 15 seconds and then ride easy for a little while so you're getting um some faster efforts harder efforts scattered throughout but i'd be making everything aerobic um and go off the if if heart rates um so when we're talking about if you can run a 10k in under 50 minutes you got a high heart rate but then we're talking about your heart rate being yeah a math zone at seven minute k pace i would imagine your techniques probably compromised at seven minute k pace i would assume um so therefore i'd be half thinking of maybe you should work on the um easy easy moderate medium mad so you know moderate your mouth is your mouth is shut you're breathing through your nose see how that feels um staying staying on flats as much as possible for a while trying to get trying to get some aerobic work in um mixing sessions up so going going for a a run and then straight onto the bike and trying to keep your heart rate around around that um it'd be interesting also to see what happens with your heart rate on the bike is it naturally higher is it on the run as well um so that that would be interesting interesting to see but a lot of aerobic volume is going to be going to be the key for you long-term development and i think you need to look at it long term um and see how you go may, may also maybe running trails you, you're kind of forced to run a bit slower during trails or you know your single trails just to so, so you don't fall over a um, branch and knock yourself out but but anyway um but keep us informed let, let us know how you get on and tr- 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 Join a platform like uh, that you can monitor your um, aerobic decoupling and uh, and and keep track of that. See, so if you you know three k's into your run, you're at one seventy beats a minute, but then seven k's in, you're now at one ninety beats a minute. You might need to back it up a little. Add more walking. Don't be afraid to add a lot more walking too. Also, if you're going to the gym or you've got a treadmill, some incline treadmill walks is re- will be also helpful. You're getting, you'll still get a lot of bang for your buck out of those as well. Um, just set set that bad boy at ten percent incline and and at a let's say for um, five kilometer an hour um, speed and just 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 hike that bad boy up. Anyway. I'm just 
mumbling now. So if you guys have any other training, racing, nutrition questions, send them on through to tim at trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hey, Ray.